This is the voice of the Report of the Week, signing on. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone listening. This is VORW Radio International, the voice of the Report of the Week. Welcome to February, everyone, the first official broadcast in the month of February. Welcome, welcome one and all to another month. The shortest month of the year, though hopefully for you it will end up being a pleasant month, nonetheless. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm going to get straight to the point. With a new month, I think it is most appropriate to make a few changes, should any need to be made. There is going to be a complete and total overhaul of this broadcast. I do a lot of audience research because I enjoy doing this show. I care about this show. And it's something that I want to continue doing. And maybe I dedicate a little more time than I necessarily need to. But I try to understand the audience that this program reaches, you know, the the demographics, and also the interests, content-wise, as to uh, what, what certain audiences want. And I was left, uh, I have been, I just haven't talked about it really because I didn't know what to do. I was left in quite a a tight spot, because through listener comments, listener feedback, analytics, statistics, viewer surveys, and my own intuition and observation, my show is aired mainly on three platforms, SoundCloud, Tune in and shortwave radio. And each of these three platforms has a different audience. And each of those different audiences want something different out of the show. I don't know if you tuned into the broadcast last week. If you did, you'll know what I'm talking about, but if not, I gave a little, not a long, but a very little lecture on the fact that you can't please everyone. And sometimes, especially if you're a content creator, you will drive yourself crazy, I mean up the walls, trying to do what cannot be done. However... If making one decision seems as though it will have severe detriment to a significant amount of people, well, that'll still make you think twice, even if you know even if you know you can't please everyone. But lately I've been feeling more or less not really the fact that you can't please everyone, but damned if you do, damned if you don't. You ever hear that saying? essentially means, no matter what I do, 
it's not going to work out well. No matter what decision I make, what I do, it's going to have its consequences. And this is one of those times. Because of the three means that I broadcast this show via, the audience that listens on shortwave primarily wants to see a music show. On TuneIn, the audience wants to primarily see a music show as well. But on SoundCloud, the audience primarily wants to see talk-based programming. And lately what I've been doing is I've been making two shows uh, week after week for about the last month. And I've been trying to split them at the one hour mark so that the talk goes over to SoundCloud and the music gets sent to the radio stations and goes out to the shortwave listeners. But the workload, as a result, is insane. And the response, despite doing my best to try to cater to uh, the specific needs of these audiences, uh, seems to have been lukewarm. As a matter of fact, I I actually got more complaints than anything else. Uh, People saying that there is too much music in the show, Uh, but then... You try to cut down on that, then people say there's too much talk. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. And most of the time I would just say, you know, I I appreciate the feedback. It's my show, and I'm going to do with it as I please. But when it comes down to building an audience, retaining an audience, and expanding the reach of a service, you cannot ignore the feedback of your listeners. So over the last few days, I've thought long and long and hard about this. What what should I do? Because right now it seems like nothing's working. Uh, Trying to move it toward being a podcast you know, it's going to have its sacrifices, though. Obviously, keeping it where it is isn't doing anything. Trying to do, you know, a little here, a little there. Like I said, the, the workload is insane. I was thinking, so what do I do? Do I just go one way or the other? Cut the losses, roll the dice, see what happens? Yeah, if you win, that's great. That secures a future and an audience for the program. If you lose, you're done. Because if you've done this before, if you've been here before, you know how insanely difficult it is to try to get an audience back after after you screwed up. And what a daunting task that truly is. So, I contemplated on it, 
and I made a decision. It is as follows. From this point forward, I am going to be placing greater emphasis on talk programming exclusively on this program. In doing so, it will allow me to make this program available on platforms which it would not otherwise be. I will be able to have this talk-based program produced on YouTube. As a matter of fact, I already made a second YouTube channel that is only going to feature the audio programs, and it's going to be a podcast. I'll be able to share this program out via YouTube now on a second channel. I'm going to make a big announcement on the main one and uh, let everyone know that they can find, you know, the shows that will be be uploaded there uh, each and every week. And I'm also going to be going through all the old shows, editing out the music and get the lectures from those uploaded to YouTube as well. It's going to be a second YouTube channel. Uh, before you know it, you're going to find the link plastered everywhere, and uh, you'll, you'll never get it out of your head. <laughs> That's the first thing that I'm going to be doing. The second thing, I am going to be uploading two programs a week to SoundCloud. The first of which, it's really, if you've paid attention, most most shows lately have been around two hours, uh, one hour, 50 minutes, one hour, 45 minutes, and so on. Uh, because like I said, I was making two shows, one that has the music, one that has the talk. And I was just uploading the full version uh, without any sort of editing or, or breaks up to SoundCloud, and that's what you guys have been hearing. What I'm going to do now, however, from now on, is every Thursday there's going to be two uploads to SoundCloud. One is going to be the talk portion of the program, the second is going to be the music portion of the program. The reason being is because number one, it's going to be able to provide very valuable analytics as to which portion of the program is actually listened to more and uh, has better retention, feedback, etc. Likewise, I am going to be taking the talk portion of the program and I am going to be putting it on podcast platforms. So I intend on getting the RSS feed on SoundCloud enabled and from this show forward it will now be sent out as a podcast, hopefully to many major sites, hopefully to iTunes, and to TuneIn, and to various other services. And finally, music programming still will be produced, and will be broadcast on most of the shortwave frequencies, although I think I am going to reserve one frequency that will broadcast just the talk feed only. Uh, just, you know, so any listeners who still tune in via shortwave 
won't feel like they're being cheated, you know, of, of talk programming if they enjoyed that instead. Though, again, an overwhelming majority only wanted to hear the music. Uh, listeners who still wished to hear the talk will still be able to. So that's where things stand. I'm going to be making, as I said, starting with this program, a major shift towards emphasizing this as a podcast slash talk show. Length indeterminate. With a podcast, it doesn't necessarily need to be that even hour. And that's what's going to be promoted the most. That's what's going to be advertised the most. Because sometimes when it comes down to difficult decisions, like I was saying a few shows back even then, you have to weigh the outcomes, the possible outcomes, what you think would be best for it. And I think this is what ought to ought to be best. Now, like I said, everything is a gamble. Uh, this could fall flat on its face and be a colossal failure. And if it is, you know, it is what it is. I'm going down with the ship. We will see what happens, but I am certainly going to try my best to promote this as a podcast and talk show. Noting those changes, you may say, well, as an existing listener, how is this going to impact me from now on? Here's where it stands. If you listen on shortwave, all of our broadcasts, with the exception of our Thursday transmission on 7780 kHz at 4 p.m. Eastern, and our Thursday transmission on 5850 kHz at 8 p.m. are going to be music only, no talk. It's going to be music exclusively. Uh, and some shout-outs, and, uh, you know, the, the usual, what you would expect. Those two other hours are going to feature talk only, and then perhaps if I'm short a few minutes or whatever, then I'll add some uh, filler music, or just, you know, start the other part a little early, you know, to, to fill the time that I paid for. That's if you listen to shortwave. If you listen on TuneIn via the WRMI stream, uh, it's going to be the music show. Uh, but again, that's what most listeners who, who listen via the WRMI tune-in feed they wanted to hear in the first place. So it's that's where that's going to be. And if you listen via SoundCloud, for the reasons that I mentioned, the program, it's now going to have two uploads, as you're probably noticing now. And I don't know what I'm going to title it, but it's going to be something maybe talk portion and music portion, and then we'll see what happens from there. I'm going to try to continue doing that for as long as I can. Uh, so it'll just be, you know, you're going to get now the two parts, so to speak, of each show. One's going to be the talk, one's going to be the music. It's going to be two separate uploads. And, uh, should be as easy as just clicking on the next 
on the next link. It might even automatically go to it. I don't think it should be of much detriment. I think it should be a very smooth transition, probably barely noticeable. And uh, that's where it stands. But again, just know that I'm doing this for the continuity of this broadcast. And uh, that that's where it stands. This is being done in an effort to try to grow this program, try to expand it, promote it to additional audiences, and get it out to the widest possible reach. If you have any comments or suggestions as to how to do that even more so, feedback is always welcome. V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com On one other note, regarding some changes that are going to be made, if you do listen on shortwave, I am discontinuing two transmissions. So please listen up. Broadcasts on shortwave every Saturday are no more. They have been cut due to lack of funding, and, I mean, that's all that it comes down to. Sometimes you'll, you'll get people that complain when you discontinue a shortwave broadcast, and I, I understand that. I mean, who wants to see something that you enjoy go away? But understand that all of North America is still uh, served very, very well via shortwave radio. You could live in any corner of the country and you'll be able to get a signal. But our broadcast on 93.95 kilohertz at 6 p.m. Eastern uh, every Saturday beamed up the East Coast is cancelled. Effective now. Our broadcast at 8 p.m. Eastern on 48.40 kilohertz to North America is discontinued effective immediately as well. Uh, both of these, it's just the costs were too high. And, like I said, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You ask for donations too much, and people will say, quit talking about the money and you know, talk about something else. You don't ask for donations, and nothing comes in, and you discontinue the broadcasts. Then people will go ahead and they'll say, you idiot, why didn't you ask for donations? There's, you know... Like I said, the whole the whole situation it's just uh, there is no no winnable outcome. The analogy that I always enjoy making is that you 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 can't do something you can't afford financially. You can't go into a store and load up your shopping cart or your basket or whatever with extremely expensive items and then just try and walk out without paying and say oh well I can't afford it but I want them anyway you know that's stealing that's illegal it's not only rude or disrespectful but it's breaking the law likewise of course it would be like going getting someone to do home repairs you know on on wherever you live and they work hard tirelessly and you say all right Thanks for doing all your work. Bye. I'm not paying you. You just can't do that. 
when you can't pay the bills, you just have to pull the plug. Uh, because there's, there's, there's nothing else you can do. So those changes are made. All other broadcasts on Thursday. Our service to South America on Friday. And our service to Western North America on Sunday. Uh, will still exist. And will still continue on as usual. But just understand that there will not be any broadcasts on the Saturdays anymore. With that said, I talked for a while uh, about the changes that are being made with this program, but it needs to be done. It's got to be done. It's a decision that I'm committed with, I'm committed to, and that's where it stands. I know I myself, as, as the person that does the show, I'd rather do the show than spend some time talking about it, but at the same time, I want there to be transparency. I want there to be that, you know, that, that you know what's going on with the show. So you're not just sitting there and suddenly seeing all these changes being made and you're thinking to yourself, what the hell's going on? Uh, instead, okay, now I know why all these copies are being made on SoundCloud. Now I know why these broadcasts are going away. Now I know why it's showing up on these platforms and so on and so forth. I want to give you the reasoning behind it. And I hope this was just a discussion that I'll only have to make once. And then from there, you know, we'll just get back into that rhythm. Albeit with a little bit of a new beat. But largely it'll be uh, pretty much just the same show we've come to enjoy. Uh, but hopefully even more so and to a wider audience. My hope, anyway. What will happen, only time will tell, and I'm prepared for all outcomes. So I know, you know, I know what I'm getting myself into and all of that, but uh, that's just what I wanted to share with you today. I would like to just give a few thanks to our advertisers. This broadcast is brought to you by Database Pros, for HR databases, HOA databases, and more great database software, visit db-pros.com. Their HR database software is great for employee and workforce management for all growing businesses. Check them out at db-pros.com. Likewise, this broadcast is sponsored by Brandon M. Lohman of Lohman Law PLLC. Mr. Lohman provides professional, competent, dedicated and courteous service. He has represented clients in matters of personal injury, tribal law, oil and gas law, and criminal defense. Mr. Lohman is licensed in the state of North Dakota, the state of Minnesota, Fort Berthold District Court, Standing Rock Tribal Court, the Federal District Court of North Dakota, and the Federal Court of Claims in Washington, D.C. Lohman Law, PLLC, is based in Grand Forks, North Dakota. If you need help with your legal claim, contact Lohman Law, PLLC, to set up a free consultation. You may find them at LohmanLawFirm.com, that's L-O-M-M-E-N-L-A-W-F-I-R-M.com. You may find them on Facebook at Facebook.com slash LohmanLaw. Via phone at area code 701-213-5986, or you may email them at lomanlaw at gmail.com. 
program changes noted, let's uh, jump into the real content of today's program and get down to business. I recorded a lecture a few days ago, and after listening to it, I feel that it it requires a little bit of a, uh, a preface. I'll explain why. At first, it is going to sound like the most negative lecture you have ever heard on this show. But it's going to have a twist. And it's going to be a way to get that positivity out of negativity. If, uh, if you know what I'm getting at. But that's all. It's going to sound extremely harsh and negative and all that. Uh, but just stay tuned. Listen to the whole thing. And like I said, it, it's, got, it's got a twist to it. I just want you to know what you're in for. With that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. This is VORW Radio International. Do you know what a terrible place this world is? What a terrible, terrible place. Filled with so many billions of evil, sick, twisted, vile inhabitants. The amount of suffering that happens every single second of every single day is something that our own minds cannot even process, let alone comprehend. The suffering that doesn't just go on in the developed countries, but in the developing world, close to home or afar. Injustices too gruesome to even describe. The amount of death, the amount of pain, the amount of hardship, and the pleasure that so many people derive from delivering that unto others. One question that comes to mind immediately is why would anyone be proud of such a thing? Everything is a matter of perspective. Everything. You can look at a situation one way and it can seem as though it is a incredible positive. Turn your head a, a little bit the other way, and that positive may very quickly turn into a negative. All depends on how you look at it. It applies to anything. This world, our existence, all of that included. Sometimes I cannot help but look at the world today and think, yes, we've progressed. Yes, advancements have been made, but we just aren't there yet. We aren't, we may never be. And so much of this terrible stuff that happens in the world today 
something that's inflicting an entire country, or something that's happening behind closed doors between two individuals. Oftentimes, goes unnoticed, unchanged, unreported. Sometimes, it's even encouraged and welcomed. Sometimes there isn't any sort of Hollywood ending to it, where the people that did all the misdeeds in life finally get theirs. Sometimes they end up more successful, more wealthy, more well-liked and well-off than any of us ever will be. Will some of them perhaps rot in prison? Maybe but not all of them, that I can guarantee you. You look at the world. You look at the state of things. You really look deep down. Look at the misery. Look at the hardship and the struggle and ask yourself, what's the point? What's the point of this all? Why am I here right now? And why should I stay here? For any second longer. I asked myself that question the other day. And I would like you to reflect on something I said a few moments ago. How everything is a matter of perspective. Because while the world and society is filled to the brim, overwhelmingly so, with negatives, sometimes so strong, so potent, so severe, that it almost fills our vision. We cannot let that completely block out the positives either. And when I asked myself that question the other day, why, why am I here? You know, what, what keeps me here in this world that we live in? Well, my answer was simple. It's those who I love and care about that does it for me. That gives me that strength. That gives me that power and that determination to go on, wake up every day, and face the world. For you, maybe it's the same thing. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a family of your own, your children, your friends, your pets. Doesn't even need to be something living. Can be memories. Can be a form of entertainment or music or anything. I know this world can be a very negative place. I know that my introduction didn't do one single thing to make it any better. But I know that many things in life today can contribute to it. Be that those we see on a day-to-day -day basis, those we may interact with on social media, online, those who we may listen to on television, radio, YouTube, live streams, etc., those we may read about, 
or things that happened in this world that I know. It feeds upon the negativity. If there's one thing that breeds upon itself, it is that negativity and hatred. Doesn't it? I mean, just as I was giving that introduction, you know, you could, you could almost sense it. Talking about the world and, and, and thinking about the state of things, especially a lot of the negatives, it leaves you upset when you think about some of the terrible people in this world and some of the injustices being brought upon others. Right? It leaves you upset. And that upset can oftentimes lead to anger and hatred upon itself. Even if you're upset at someone else, it's not like you just have an on and off switch and you can just go away. Those negative feelings will stay with you through the day, more often than not, and they'll be reflected, transferred upon others in ways we didn't necessarily intend or anticipate. But it happens. Negativity is contagious, it certainly is. And if there's one thing in today's world that most certainly sells, it is that negativity, right? I remember when I took several courses in broadcast media, it was lied out, plain and simple. Let's be honest, they said. What's going to sell more? Story about how five people got shot and killed in a shooting? Or the fact that a local entrepreneur was doing his or her part to try to take care of the homeless in the area. Both of those stories are important, but one is going to get significantly more press than the other. Yes, dear listeners, negativity is very contagious. It breeds upon itself, it feeds on itself, and it is like a virus. Expose it to one person, exposes it to the next, and the next, and so on, and so forth. And of course, our circumstance, our state of mind, our frame of mind, can contribute a lot to it. If we're going through something, <laughs> let's face it, you're going through the rough times, sometimes it can be hard to put on that smiley face, I understand. If you're depressed, Sometimes it's impossible. You, you can't. You cannot change the way that those chemicals in your brain are making you feel. And that I understand as well, because I've been there. Something I still deal with. But when things get bad, and like I said, it's all circumstantial. But when things get bad, whether you're focusing personally, locally, nationally, internationally. It can be overwhelming. It can consume us, and it could leave us feeling distraught, hopeless, and helpless. But I implore you, if nothing more, do not dismiss those negatives. That's not right. Sometimes you'll hear people that'll say, be happy all the time, you know, smile 24-7. That I don't believe in, that's my personal philosophy, I don't. 
I, I just don't think that is natural. What I think is natural is for humans to express emotion, both positive, yes, and negative. And completely blocking one or the other out, I just don't think is natural. It's like being a, an artificial robot, you know, it's, it's not really being you, if you ask me. Not always going to be an equal balance, but I think there does need to be that balance. But what I implore you is if you're going through one of those difficult times and things seem like they're lowest or you're just going through a really, you know, you're going through a, a bad day, you're just, get, you know, getting bombarded, right, with one piece of negativity and hatred slammed at you after the next, after the next. Try and think about whatever is still keeping you here, right now. And sometimes that's all that it takes. Thinking about it, dwelling upon it, savoring it. It's a theme that I know, having done these shows for so long, I sometimes feel like a broken record saying it, but I know that while there are very long-time listeners, there are new people that tune into the show each and every week, and it's something that I would like to repeat in this broadcast, that even if things seem as though they are at their lowest, as low as it'll go, rock bottom, yes, the past, every second, up until this very one, has been written, it is marked in stone, irrecoverable, but the future is still to be written. It's probably one of my favorite sayings because it is inarguably true. We don't know what the future holds, bad or good. Might seem like things are never going to turn themselves around. But just hang in there. You just wait and see. Because you never, ever know what the future holds. I know years ago in 2013, my mind wasn't in a good place, I tell you that, dear listeners. It wasn't. And to tell you the complete and honest truth, during, oh, I would say late 2013, I remember I was bombarded with so much hatred and vitriol from people online. I really truly thought that the end was in sight for me, and I am just so thankful that I never acted upon that, because as time progressed, things did end up getting better for me, and it truly is a pleasure to be here each and every day. I know the world, I wish it was a better place, I, I truly do. To me, it's as though it's just a, a mess in complete darkness. Almost as though there's maybe a, a thick smog everywhere. You can barely see anything. But there's a few little glimmers 
of light that you can make out through that darkness. The world has its negatives. Oh, it certainly has more than a few. But we cannot let that completely block out the positives either. The good things in this world, which there are a few, the things that keep us going, the things that keep us here, that give us that drive and that motivation to wake up every day and to face and combat this world we live in. On this radio broadcast, when I deliver many of my lectures, I try to share a common theme because it is one of the few things that I truly wish to promote with whatever time I have on this world. I try to deliver lectures just hopefully plain and simple. Sometimes they can be more on the philosophical end. But for whoever wants to listen to them, whoever wants to kill a few minutes or or listen diligently each week, whatever it might be. But something that'll just talk about a few of the issues we deal with perhaps day to day, week to week. Perhaps some of the thoughts that flow about our heads or the things we deal with in life. Just to try to be good people, most of all. What truly defines a good person? Everyone has their own definition. But if you ask me, it's an individual who treats others with kindness, respect, dignity, and also has the strength to stand up for themselves. And one other quality that I think is always very important is that of honesty. Though that I think I will save for a, a later day because I can lecture at great length about that as well. But being able to stand up for yourself is a very important quality as well. It's one thing to be able to treat others with that kindness and respect and dignity, those qualities which I think if many, many more people had, this world would perhaps be a much nicer place. But at the same time, there are many evil psychopaths out there that will see those qualities and will try to take advantage of you as a result of that. That's why I think it's important to stand up for yourself as well. Because there are many individuals who reside here that aren't good people, by any sense of the word. Incoherent rambling, perhaps, but a few thoughts I wished to deliver. Hopefully they were of help to someone, somewhere, even if it was to provide 15 minutes of entertainment. Reaching across the Atlantic into Europe on 7780 kHz, and reaching across North America into the Pacific on 5850 kHz. This is VORW Radio International, heard on shortwave and worldwide via SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, YouTube, and hopefully we'll have a few additional sites to add. I hope you've been enjoying the broadcast so far. This program features miscellaneous talk, commentary, discussion on various topics, be that philosophical issues, current events, social issues, 
were things as menial as what I had for dinner yesterday or what you had for dinner yesterday. Uh, it's just a, it's a free-form program where I will simply share my thoughts on whatever is going on. I'll give my two cents about them. I'm not going to say whether I'm right or wrong, it's merely a matter of perspective. If you're listening in right now, I always love to hear what your thoughts on the show are so far. What do you think on the recent change? Do you think it's uh, for the better, for the worse? want to hear your opinion. If you're listening in on shortwave, I want to hear your reception reports. I'll send out a QSL for you. Let me know how the signal's coming in. And uh, just let me know that you're tuned in. It's just always great to hear from our listeners. Email me, v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. That's V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. And with that being said, now comes our final portion of the program, and one of my favorite parts. We respond to and discuss a few listener-submitted topics. If you want to hear my thoughts, my two cents my perspective on any topic, anything under the sun, anything. You want, you want to hear my thoughts on lawn chairs, on ants, the Andromeda galaxy, rhombic antennas, three-piece suits, the Super Bowl, music, anything. Send me your topic suggestions. Email them in to VORW. I-N-F-O at gmail.com That's V-O-R-W I-N-F-O at gmail.com Now, I cannot guarantee that we will get to your topic in an upcoming program. Here's what I always say. I will always give the disclaimer I cannot guarantee that I'm going to talk about your suggestion. However, the chances are very likely slim to none that I will talk about your suggestion unless you you throw your hat in the ring. You send it in, and you bring it up to my attention. Otherwise, it would be by extreme coincidence, or it's regarding an issue so common that it just happens to be uh, just on my mind as I, I pick up the microphone. But otherwise, what I say is there is no harm in trying doesn't bother me, go for it. V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. We have three topics that I want to get to in today's program. So our first suggested topic comes from Tom, who is a shortwave radio listener on 5850 kHz. He wanted to know, very general, what are my thoughts on virtual reality? He said, have you ever experienced it? Have you ever tried it? What are your thoughts? Well, my philosophy toward it, anyway. Virtual reality is one of those technologies that I truly feel is still in its infancy. And I think it's going to stay that way for a little longer than perhaps we want or anticipate. I think one day, maybe I'll be wrong and it'll be sooner than I thought, but at the same time it 
maybe it might be after we're dead. I mean, there is no crystal ball. There is no way to uh, predict the future. I think at some point, when virtual reality is refined, and, you know, kind of like the internet, it may very well get to that point where it will be integral to our day-to-day life. I see virtual reality not being a necessity, but rather an option of media consumption. I think it's a gimmick right now. A little better than than those 3D glasses. Remember, you used to to go to the uh, IMAX movie theater and get the 3D glasses, and you could watch the 20-second scene of the two-hour film. It's it's 3D. You remember 3D television, how how successful that was. I think right now it's a gimmick, though. It is a little better than that, to be honest. But I think it is going to be gimmicky for some time. And, like I said, until it is smoothed out, and until there are ways for major corporations to fully embrace it and utilize it, I think it will be more along the lines of just a gimmicky form of entertainment. Have I used virtual reality before? Yes, I have. And I thought it was absolutely fascinating. I thought it was... I thought it was really neat. But at the same time, reflecting upon that experience, I ask myself, what purpose does it serve other than entertainment at this point in time? Nothing. So, I think it's got a long ways to go, uh, but perhaps one day going forward it will have a bigger role than just a niche form of, of entertainment. Thank you for your question. Our next question comes from McKamey in Georgia. She is also a shortwave radio listener. She had a question. She said, I am interested in vintage computing, vintage computers. What are your thoughts on it? Is that of any interest to you? Now, granted, that is a, uh, you know, it certainly is a, 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 when, you know, refining something down, that is a very specific thing. I do not have any particular interest in vintage computing. Now, mind you, by that, I would imagine it's in reference to computers from the, uh, I, I would say maybe even the pre, <coughs> pre-internet era. Or perhaps, you know, just some of the older models, uh, the Commodore 64. Though it all depends. I mean, someone might say if you're using a a computer with Windows XP, that's vintage. All depends on one's definitions. Uh, But while I do have no no, uh, explicit interest in that, I do think technology can be fascinating. And when some of those older computers especially were you know, so more outwardly mechanical than today. It's it's just absolutely fascinating, you know? And even even today, 
when you really think about it, you if you have a desktop, right, or a laptop, you think about all of the all of just the parts that go into this device to allow it to run. And you think about even your phone. You think about everything that's in there. You think about the internet, how that is even a thing. I, I, I could even asking myself off the top of my head, you know, so how does the internet work, right? Like you, all right, you can connect to the Wi-Fi, right? And the Wi-Fi, that, that signal that's, that's getting to my device, and the Wi-Fi that gets their signal from the internet service provider. But where does the internet service provider get their signal from? Well, it, it, it just is what it is, right? I mean, to just think, the internet itself, just this... Well, probably, at this point, the largest means of information transference and communication in history is invisible in one way or, or another, you know? But it's all around us. Oh, it's so fascinating, isn't it? Just all of the all of the technology behind it, much of which we may never see or, or delve into, but oh, so fascinating if you ask me. Of course, I'm more old school, comes down to the radio side of things, but I mean, even when it comes down to my my computer preferences, I am old school. I, I prefer using desktops or laptop computers as opposed to smartphones. You know, it's funny where I'll sometimes be on Twitter or on Instagram trying to promote one thing or the next. And I'll be sitting there and I, you know, it'll take me probably 10 minutes to type a message on that. Whereas I can go down the laptop and it'll be done in 15 seconds. Just I can type so much more fluidly on an actual keyboard than I ever can on uh, on a smartphone or on a touchscreen or any of that. And, uh, you know, thank you for your topic. Our final topic suggestion comes in from a listener in Liverpool, England, who has more of a philosophical question. This one really could could have been answered last week because I, I really share the same views on it. He says, what are your thoughts on karma? And it's a generalized question, granted. I take it, it is in the meaning which most people interpret it, which is the potential future impact that our actions today may hold. Uh, you know, of course, a very popularized phrase that you see nowadays, which can be fun, you know, there's there's many video compilations of it, is instant karma. And you'll see videos, a lot of them, like I, I in my free time, I enjoy watching dash cam videos and seeing all these car crashes and, uh, but dash cam, mostly just in regards to motorists, uh, where instant karma, it'll be like if, uh, let's say someone's driving down the road, and you have this driver who is very impatient, so they're tailgating the guy, and, uh, 
you know, just passes him on the wrong side of the road, driving like a maniac, and it just so happens that there's a police car that catches him and pulls him over right after that, right? That People call that instant karma, because, uh, well, the person did a stupid thing and is now dealing with the consequences of that. That's how I am interpreting your question, in that sense of karma. Uh, not in regards to uh, Hinduism and Buddhism, or, uh, you know, <laughs> the uh, Reddit-related karma. But karma, as formally defined as destiny or fate following as effect from cause, is, in my opinion, same with luck is a matter of probability. Everything in this world is a matter of probability when it comes down to it. And I think it's just that. Let's go with our earlier example of the bad driver getting pulled over. It just so happened that the individual driving like a maniac was in the same vicinity as an observant police officer who pulled the guy over. I think that was simply a matter of probability, and you could even say luck or bad luck, uh, being at the right place, right time, wrong place, wrong time. And I think that's how a lot of things, when it comes down to karma, positive or negative, comes down to it's a matter of probability that just happens to take account on one's actions cast prior. Do I think, though, that perhaps the magnitude of a person's actions will increase the chance of of getting that karma good or bad yeah of course it all depends same thing with luck what is your definition of karma really you go out and kill someone and you get arrested trial sent to prison for the rest of your life no possibility of parole is that karma catching up with you, or is that the legal system? Same thing, you know, if, let's say you're a good person, and you like playing the lottery, and you finally win, you win, you win your fortune. Is that being lucky, just getting the combination of numbers right? Or is that good karma coming around? It comes down to your definition and truly your belief in the matter. My own two cents, aside from the fact that I think it is related to probability, is that if karma is a true phenomenon, and not merely the actions of probability defined by one's own set of guidelines, I can tell you this, there are a lot of people in this world that I hope karma comes around to one day. That's all that I have to say on that matter. And with that, dear listeners, I conclude this broadcast of VORW Radio International. Uh, this this week has been one of great change, but again, I hope you can make it through in one piece, and your feedback on the change is appreciated. VORWINFO at gmail.com for those of you listening in on our select shortwave frequencies, uh, do stay tuned. Scan around the bands. Uh, we're broadcasting via WRMI. 
You'll be able to hear our show every Thursday, Friday, and Sunday with some good music. And if you'd like an updated schedule, vorwinfo at gmail.com is the contact information. Likewise, if you're looking forward to the music, just stay tuned on SoundCloud. That's going to be the next recording coming up to uh, succeed this one. And finally, if you'd like to help this broadcast stay on the air, airtime operational costs are exorbitantly expensive. Please bear in mind that that's why we had to cancel our two uh, broadcasts on Saturday, because it's just too expensive to run at this point in time, and the funds, uh, you know, it's just something that cannot be feasibly done. If you do want to help support this show, you like what you hear, you want to hear more of it going forward, donations via PayPal are appreciated. You may donate via PayPal to VORWINFO at gmail.com. Again, via PayPal to VORWINFO at gmail.com. Or via Patreon at patreon.com slash the report of the week patreon.com slash the report of the week I think one of the main reasons why funding went down so much is because a lot of people have had protest against Patreon, some of their actions and uh, I think about 400 donors for this broadcast quit uh, out of protest against the site of Patreon uh, so that is a substantial substantial loss most of them uh, never came back and uh, never supported via PayPal or any other means, but that's one of the reasons, one of the, probably the main reason why the cutbacks were necessary. So keep that in mind, but whatever, whatever works out best for you. If you'd like to advertise on this program, I'd be happy to help you out. You want to get your online presence out there. You work for a company, large, small. You want to get your product, your service, your website, your music, anything out there to a worldwide audience, I'd love to work with you. You can send me an email, vorwinfo at gmail.com inquiring. We can hopefully reach a rate you can afford. Benefits the both of us. You help keep the show going. We give you that extra reach to help your business out. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you again next week.